For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. But right now we're going to talk some tennis. I'll throw it to you to introduce our next guest. Yeah, well, we all all know it was pretty pretty busy on the weekend. Loads of sports. So we'll forgive you if you haven't stayed across Flushing Meadows, the US Open. It's well and truly underway. And to give us an update on what has already been an eventful tournament is tennis commentator and host of Behind the Racket podcast, Mike Cation. Morena, Mike, how are you? How are you guys? Yeah, really good, mate. Um, the runner, Serena Williams, came to an early end, but pretty outstanding for a 40, 40 year old, don't you think? Yeah, it's been in a really emotional week here in New York. I was lucky enough actually to call her last two matches um, against uh, Tamjanovic and also the win that she had over Conte. I think. It really kind of showed, though, if, if this is indeed the end, it's really the perfect ending. Just this incredible win over the number two player in the world when, frankly, a lot of people thought she wasn't going to even be able to get out of the first round. And then even in the loss against Tamjanovic, who played just a fantastic, well-composed, elite-level match, you know, Serena fought off six match points before she eventually bowed out. It just kind of showed this fighting spirit. But this entire week has entirely been about and so i um sorry guys i think i got another call there but i was going to say this this entire week has been all about serena williams and i think we're at this kind of point right now where it's the opportunity to kind of get into the tennis now yes get back into the tennis so just quickly on on serena before we move on to the rest of the tournament obviously there was so much pressure and and hype and you obviously had all the superstars and and the sporting world there uh in the stands watching greatness before them but for Serena the pressure now that it's it's finished and she can move on and she's going to play other tournaments uh we, we know that for sure can she go on and and maybe take one more before we see the end of it no I mean I think this is it I, I really do think this was the last one guys um I, so I think there's it. still yeah I, I I mean that was kind of the implication I mean she has not mm. fully said that's it it um, but I don't know that, listen, I think if anything, if she plays anything from here on out, um, it'll be the Australian Open. I don't see her playing any smaller events at this stage. Um, I, I, this is, it's, it's hard to fathom her winning a title at this stage. I mean, it's, it's not outside of the realm of possibility, but it's hard to see. And with her greatness, her level, if she's not able to win a tournament, there's no real point in playing it for her. Um, so I do think this is it. I think the way it happened the last couple of days, like I said, beating the number two player in the world and then fighting off all those match points, I really think that was a really good final chapter on the book of the career of Serena Williams. Yeah, no, it was, it was an outstanding effort for me to get uh, past the number two. What about Cam Nori? Um, he's a he's a player with Kiwi connections. Uh, Mike, you know you probably followed him a bit on the circuit. Can you tell us a little bit about his rise in the tennis circuit? I'm sorry, you cut out just for a second. It's probably my wireless, which is not great here. But which which player? I apologize. Cam Nori. Have you been following Cam oh, Nori? Cam Nori. 
Yes, I, I've known Cam for a long time since actually he was in college here in the States. Um, he's one of those guys uh, who's obviously into the fourth round here in the U.S. Open, and he's just the epitome of a, a player who has put in all of this effort to get to where he is right now as a top 10 player in the world. He's going to be taking on Andre Rublev tomorrow. Um, came to play here in the States as a collegiate player, went to TCU for three years. Um, but what he's been able to do of late, he's really done a, a fantastic job of making sure he has a really formidable weapon on that backhand wing. And he's really a guy who's under the radar. Um, he, he's not incredibly vocal. He's not exactly the most flashy player. Um, but at the same time, he has everybody's respect because he's out there working harder than everybody else. Um, he's got these incredible opportunities in front of him along with what you guys have down in New Zealand but he's also got the British ties so he's got the the British press on him but he's just one of those delightful hard-working guys and he's uh, going to be taking on Andre Rublev tomorrow and I think it's a realistic possibility to see him potentially into the quarterfinals um, where he might face Rafael Nadal. Yes, and the other side, the, the one of the match, the round, the matches of round of 16 is Medvedev taking on Kyrgios later on this morning here in New Zealand, 11 a.m. How does that unfold? Does the circus continue? And I'm talking about Kyrgios. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I, I think the circus is going to continue, frankly, for either player. Um, it's Daniel Medvedev has certainly a little bit of a circus atmosphere himself. I'm actually going to be calling that match tonight on U.S. Open Radio. Um, it is. It, it, it's a fascinating matchup because they played just a couple of weeks ago, right, with uh, Nick Kyrgios winning that match. What he's been able to do this summer, obviously, um, I'm, I know you guys know it well, but he suddenly settling all of these demons and allowing himself to have just a great run of play. He's been healthy. He credits um, his new girlfriend that he you know, met at the beginning of the year. That has been bringing him st some stability. Both of his parents are back in Australia. Both of them are sick. So I think it's given him a little bit of perspective as well. There's been no doubt since he really burst onto the scene in 2014 that he is an elite top 10 level player. It's been a matter of getting his brain to just kind of acknowledge what the body is. Um, I, I don't know what I, I think, you know, the, the question has been for so many years, the fact that Kyrgios hasn't been able to do it in best of five sets against the best players in the world. I think he was right there against Novak Djokovic in the Wimbledon final. Um, I think he's going to be ready tonight. It's going to be nuts. There is one bit of an issue in that it is, it is uh, we've got some storms rolling in, so it looks like the roof will be closed tonight, um, which actually does favor Nick Kyrgios. It potentially could speed up the courts just a little bit as well. That is certainly in his favor. I, I, everything points towards a good opportunity for Nick, but Daniil Medvedev, he loves this stage. He loves the court that is Arthur Ashe Stadium because of how big it is. It gives him a lot of room to roam, and he's very rangy. So so I'm, I'm actually really excited to call it um, with Mark Woodford and Jose Higueras, a couple of guys, veterans, um, uh, players themselves. And it, it, this is going to be very entertaining because these crowds this week in New York have been um, above average. In fact, they've been setting records this week. It's going to be packed in there and noisy and loud, and it's going to be a lot of fun. Mate, talking about the crowds, how do they take to Nick Kyrgios? Obviously, just what he does to his own box and he sprays him left, right and centre and then the US Open has come out and, and delivered him, well handed him the biggest fine in tennis history, I think it was 11,000 US dollars if I was reading but um, how do they take to his like persona? They love him? 
Yes. Um, it, it, you know, it's one of those things, guys. Um, the best way I can say it is it's there's a pretty distinct divide. It seems like it's about 40 years old. Um, if you're younger than 40, the the younger audience really, truly loves him because he does have such passion, plays with that passion throughout. And yes, it can come out in some very negative ways, some some ways that really offends people, right? Um, but I, I do sense like the older population of tennis, they kind of like things a little bit more formal. This is a sport of gentlemen, right? And and it's very difficult. So you will definitely have this mix of wild applause. You've also got a lot of people who just frankly don't like him at all. Um, but the ones that are louder and the ones that are going to participate are much more active for him unless he goes a little bit crazy and then you'll start getting those boos. So um, I, I know that I think there's a reason. I don't know if you guys know this, but Netflix is going to be coming out with a documentary early next year on the tennis circuit, much like they did for Formula One earlier the last couple of years. They have been featuring Nick Kyrgios almost exclusively. I, I tell you, I've been Superstar. watching throughout this year at, <laughs> at, at various different events. He is the one they're following at every single place that he plays, and I think there's a reason for that. He is Drama dynamic. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. So I, I think it's been really fun to watch because this crowd in New York really loves him, and Daniil, of course, has some history here in New York as well. Oh, it makes a lot of sense now, Mike, that you've just put that out there to our New Zealand followers that uh, Nick Kyrgios, he's obviously got a camera on his face 24 7 is why he's playing up he's playing up yeah i think that i think that factors in because this is this is one of those things that once that documentary comes out i mean you've seen what it's done for formula one right he's already Mm. one of the biggest stars in our game it is going to take it to a more casual sports fan they haven't seen him necessarily the merchandising opportunities for him and the sponsorship opportunities it's going to be through the roof for Nick Kyrgios Hey just one more question before we let you go on the women's side of things is anyone who's genuine challenger to that number one seed uh, Tech, or is is she just too good? Yeah listen Iga's uh, incredible Um, 37 match winning streak earlier this year but she's kind of going through a a more difficult patch right now only winning six of her last 10 i guess seven after uh, seven of 11 after her win last night the the beautiful part right now about the women's game is that it is pretty wide open i think a lot of people right now frankly guys are pointing at coco golf is this potentially the year where she's able to break through and get that first grand slam especially here at home um i think caroline garcia french woman is in the same part of the draw that could be a potential quarterfinal matchup golf versus garcia that i think a lot of people are pointing to and I think also you have to put in um, Arena Sabalenka. She is the sixth seed here this week. She has a lot of power and a lot of pace. These courts are playing a little bit faster, guys. And so I, I think she's somebody you have to keep an eye out for. But, I, I you know, it's pretty wide open on the women's side. But I, I think everybody still regards Iga Shvantec as the favorite for now. Hey, Mike, thanks a lot for joining us this morning on SENZ. Uh, go well, mate, and look forward to listening to your commentary. All right, sounds so good. Thanks, guys. Really appreciate the time. That's great. That's Thank Mike, you, Mike. Mike Cation, tennis commentator, the host of Behind the Racket podcast, giving us everything at Flushing Meadows. Man, Nick Kyrgios, that makes sense. I watched that, Izzy. Oh. I watched that where he was going mm. off. What I think was yeah. his it was actually his team in the uh, in the box. Saying to the, he was basically saying, "You're a spectator." Sit down, you're a spectator. And I'm, I'm like, man, this guy, he just knows how to get people going.
Mate, it makes sense. You're dead right. You get a camera in someone's face. I've touched on it. All or nothing, all blacks, when they came into camp, you knew who had a mic on them because you were like, who is this? <laughs> Steve, 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 is that you? Shaggy, why are you being like that? You never, ever do that. Or like the other nutritionist comes on the park and hands out all these things. And you're like, hey, and then you see this little wire down the back. You're like, oh, they've all changed. He is 100% putting on a show <laughs> for Netflix. It makes sense why he is spraying his own box. I'm like, what a loser. What yeah, an idiot. Exactly. Oh, there you go. Breaking news. <laughs> Oh, so good. My occasion, breaking news. Formula One, seeing what it did for Formula One, Kimpy, you can only imagine this is going to just draw numbers, the views that this show is going to get, the behind the scenes, because I, I, I still know limited about Formula One, but, man, after watching that series, I was, I become a fan. You know, you get a real inkling of what goes on and the money that is poured into this. The, 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 rich, you know, the riches that it is as in Formula One, but... These drivers and how fast and, and what they put their lives on the line for, mate. It, it's, it's inspiring and it gives you a real insider's look to what goes on. So I'm excited for that tennis. Yeah, Nick Curios. Well, what a superstar, mate, because of course mm. he's going to be the number one attraction. So, yeah. you know, what's going to be interesting if they get like Nick Curios giving you your feed and John mm. McEnroe giving you your dessert <laughs> in, the, in the conversation. I'm looking for, I'm looking, it will be one that I'll be um, waiting to, to come out to watch. I'll, I'd like to see it. Yes, I can't wait, mate. I can't wait. It got me excited uh, for sure. Anyway, that was uh, Mike Cation talking about the US Open. Serena Williams is over. She is done. And what a genuine goat, the greatest of all time. Coco Goff. Can she hold it down? Danielle Collins, she's as well. She's a US uh, participant, and she is going to hopefully do it for the United States. That was my occasion. Life's busy. Take this deck. There's heaps to do on it, like um, polishing off this wine. That's tough. Life's pretty good with a Trex deck. Composite decking with no hard maintenance. Trex, the world's number one decking brand.